We want analysts who can dream and dreamers who can analyze for the world to be perfect. Welcome to episode 62 of Chaos and Rocket Fuel, the future of work podcast. The podcast that looks at every aspect of work in the future and it's brought to you by Wonder and Pattern. On this podcast, we speak to industry experts and thought leaders discussing how work is changing and evolving. As always, I'm with the CEO of Wonder and Pattern, Claire Haydar. Claire, how are you today? Doug, good, good and you. We we had spring break across most of the Texas schools here last week and we went and spent a little bit of time on our farm in Virginia in the mountains. And it was just, it was really good. Just so good to disconnect, but also see spring blooming which is the opposite of what's happening with you guys right now. We're towards the end, hopefully, of another very big heat wave. Um, yeah, 30, 39 degrees again today, uh, Celsius. I think that's about 107, wow. I think. But anyway, let's leave that behind us because we've got a lot to talk about today. Vishal Kumar is on the podcast for the next couple of weeks. Tell us a little bit about him and why he's on the show. Vishal is such an interesting character, Doug. He he makes me laugh so much. But the reason why we brought him onto the podcast was specifically because of his company, Teo.ai, and the role that they're playing in really helping very large organizations to navigate AI. And most importantly, not just navigate it, but actually make it really practical and useful inside companies. So you've got access to data, but what do you do to make that data useful inside a company? So looking forward to having this conversation with him. Vishal, very nice to meet you. Thanks very much for coming onto the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Lovely to be here and excited for this conversation. Yeah, um, also AI is something that's interesting on so many levels. So let's kick it off. How are humans working along AI today? How is it different maybe to what we see in the movies, for example? Basically, I am going to give you a, a pretty Halloween-ish perspective. So don't don't get sort of sort of riled up. It's it's what I do. I don't like to <laughs> sugarcoat things, which makes it all the more worse to have any conversation with my family. So how we're using AI, sure, there's predictive predicting churn, there's sales outcome, like all this fun stuff. And and obviously there's there's an autonomous warehouse bots and, and what and whatnot. But that's not where I want to have a conversation uh, or I want to have some, some sort of conversation about. So many of the aspect where AI could be utilized currently, it's about making people happier. So this is about HR. So this is about people. So we, we are conversing around, around that, that concepts. So where I want to see uh, more AI interact is to make human productivity more human than productivity. So today, today, if you if you talk about a lot of these tools and a lot of these platforms, they're primarily focused on basically hyper collaboration or hyper del- focusing on the productivity because they are done by nerds for nerds. And we don't have life as nerds, so we would love for not anyone to have lives. So this is like so current current AI tool is like our ginormous revenge with the world. Uh, joke aside, but I think yeah, we need technology to be more more human. Okay, but Vishal, I need you to get really really practical. So, what does that look like? Like, what is 
human AI look like? Like, can you walk us through like an actual example of what that would look like for somebody where AI effectively makes them more happy? Beautiful question. So uh, basically, one of the example, uh, so obviously, I don't want to toot my my own horn that early in the conversation. So, so you basically, can, Michelle, um, it's totally we, okay. It's why you're oh, it's on okay. the call. It's a, oh, my God, <laughs> thank you. So now where's my sales book? So, um, so basically, one of the area that that Tao as a, as, as a company we focused on is helping people understand connectivity how like we should be more connected than we should work together right so our first challenge that we as a solve on a solve through ai was is vishal alone in his pursuit to success right i hope vishal is not alone right so uh, in practical so we give this this capability to the businesses that we are working with hey you know what we will take bias away that's our first role model use case that vishal will be introduced to maybe claire maybe doug diverse point of views and we have sort of a fun life and then AI monitors how we are behaving and all that. But we started seeing people again clicking some kind of preconceived patterns, right? The biases started creeping in and AI loved it. Now AI, as an AI, it rewards success. Success is people Vishal should talk to Claire and Doug. But we, if we happen to have, say, some kind of preconceived biases, it just says, okay, let's go with it as long as Vishal is happy. So that's still a work in progress. But on the other side, we understand that what makes this company unique is not just Vishal, all clear, or Doug, or people like Vishal, Clear, and Doug. It is our individualities coming together. It is basically our diversity that coming together. So we started recommending them, hey, Vishal, you have not blah, 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 talk to this guy or talk to this girl. And it's a constant battle. And I think that that's something that we never realized we ha- we end up finding ourselves in because we thought AI will tell AI, hey, we'll reward you if Vishal is happy. But then we realize even the biases creep in pretty quickly and AI start getting adapted. And that has been a consistent outcry with many of the business partners that we're working with. Besides this technology, they still see biases. They still see the cultural, uh, basically, undertones So Vishal, I I want to just go back to like real basics here. So if bias is one of the problem use cases that you and your team are solving for companies, I'm just thinking through practically like if we were to hire you and bring you into Wonder or Pattern, would you essentially build your AI into our communication systems, into our hiring platforms, into all of the potential areas where bias could exist? and you're then training the AI to not only recognize the bias, but actually direct the humans within that process down a different either form of communication or form of behavior. Is that correct? That, that's correct. So, so we, have, we have two primary uh, product right now. One is focused towards pre-hired and one is focused towards post-hired. So we call it just hiring and just hired are two of our, our, our sort of product roadmaps. So in, the, in, in a just hired construct, uh, so we have, we have something called say just ask. So if I have an issue, I'll, I'll type that issue in and it automatically finds someone who can answer that question for this particular gentleman and gentlewoman. And then it says, okay, this, talk to these six random people 
who could help you solve your most pressing need. And then and there's, there is sort of satisfaction and gamification and all that. And if you don't even find anyone locally within your company, there's, a, there's an option, you can switch up and the entire Tao global network lit up. And then now you, uh, a seven people team, have access to 300,000 global workforce that can say, okay, maybe I can help. And that's sort of one of our way in which we are learning and connecting. And along that journey, we sort of understand the biases and solve that biases. I think this is why I, I said bias particularly is that is one area where we think company creates most value in the diversity of opinions. And that is where the tools are not trained to understand that. Tools are uh, rewarded for more conversation rather than better conversation. Vishal, for the sake of our audience, okay, because I know that there definitely are people listening to this podcast who are not versed in AI the way you and I are. You said something in response to Doug's question, which is really important. You basically broke down the different areas where AI can play a role in companies. Can we go back to that? And can you basically share at like a literally like a 30,000 foot view? What are the different areas where we're seeing AI playing a big role right now? Right. So where it should. So let me talk about where it should. Because as because okay. I'm coming from the I'm coming from the technology end. So I'm yes. I'm I'm yes. pretty delusional, right? So I come with sort of confused <laughs> and where the world should be, right? So okay. if if I if I look an organization from someone who understand the nuances of AI and who understand the nuances of advanced analytics and what it can deliver to an organization, I think in our least recent conversation we talked about maturity, right? That uh, one of one of the HR leaders said, "Hey, when will the AI be mature?" Right. When will we see sort of those kind of thing? Right. So that really sparked a very interesting conversation. I said this is a very loaded aspect, right? So what you're talking about has some sort of similarity with what she was asking about. How should we look at AI as a brute force for success for people leaders? Right. So it's all about maturity. So maturity has sort of two angles. So one is how technology is getting mature, how I am getting matured with the technology in it, right? So now basically when that aspect you start calculating and measuring, right? So we have this very famous saying in our team that we want analysts who can dream and dreamers who can analyze, right? For the world to be perfect. So that's where if you're a leader that's data-driven or that claims to be a data-driven leader, time to dream. Take a nap, stop drinking that coffee and imagine the, how the world will look like because you're already tuned with the idea of data on the other side, if you are dreaming a lot, maybe time to drink a coffee, try to pick up yourself and then understand what data can do. So when you're looking at AI, don't look at AI as a as a means all or as a brute force to change the world. You still are a people leader. You still have a people problem, right? And last one and a half year told us, if nothing, that people matter more than technology. So that's your core competency. So now as a, as a people leader, you want to empower your workers to be more creative, to create more value, right? Not to produce more, but to create more value. And these are two different things as an HR leader. If you if you understand that from the technology point of view, that's an aha moment when you realize, okay, I'm getting sort of familiar with what's going on and the technology is here to serve me and not the other way. Got it. I like that a lot, Vishal, the way you've come at it because 
rather than diving into the specifics of, you know, this is where AI is playing a role in sales, this is where AI is playing a role in HR, legal, etc., you've actually come with the principle of how we should be thinking about HR as leaders, which is great. Doug, back over to you. So I'm going to finish off this section, Vishal, just by asking you to provide two practical industry examples where we can see that AI is working in companies today. I think I just talked about the bias problem. I think that that's why um, clear when I talk about when I heard about Wonder, I think I I could not appreciate you enough, right? Because one of the things that uh, I talk a lot about is ki, that businesses already have these technologies that they have been using, and now the AI world come in right in the ecosystem and they say, okay, let me duct tape. So all these companies jumped in. They have the the 1980s tools that still is relevant, and they said, okay, let me put an AI module on top of it. The world will enjoy. But I think having a fresh perspective from AI, right, that is super critical because the designers who are designing AI solution or AI power or technology powered solution today, they don't have those biases creeping them. So that AI for bias, right? So that's that's one of the area where we see an opportunity for businesses to get better at. And the other aspect that I'm seeing is learning and development challenge. That's another interesting area. So if you talk to this, we talk about disruptions, we talk about industry shaping and moving, moving around, sort of rapidly evolving. So how to train worker, how to develop worker for future, right? So if you look at the tools that are available today, okay, so you want to learn AI, let me send 17,000 courses right in your face and just learn AI now. But we are not trained that way. We are still human. The time is still linear. If you give me 18 courses, I'm not going to finish 18 now in the same amount of time. Probably I'll take 18 times more. So that's another perceived notion of, okay, AI is available. It is available for good, but my time is still limited. I still need to produce. So instead of burning me down by this overload of content that AI can deliver on, maybe use AI for empathy. Maybe use AI for more human aspect of scenarios. And I think that's another area where we see that... um, AI could really hit home when it comes to delivering the organizations of future, helping understand the human problems through AI, which not many tools are doing. I think you need a fresh approach when it comes to, because AI is still very powerful. It still has all the promises that it delivers on. It's just a matter of doing it right. Vishal, again, to get really practical about what you've just shared there is, let's use that example that you started using. So I type in a set of courses that I'm interested in, an area that I want to learn in. Instead of the AI suggesting 18 different courses for me to do, what should the AI be doing? With our tool, so we started this. So in Just Ask, if you you type in, hey, I have this issue, the tool can easily, we have partners like Udacity, Coursera uh, that that are filling in their content with us. But before we, we inject those and give you the, the AI perspective of what's courses, I should give you Claire or maybe Doug. Talk to them for five seconds, 10 seconds, right? Make it more human. And then Doug says, okay, endorsed by blah, because I am different. And while AI is understanding about me, I'm still a people that other people could relate with. So that's why even in our team, we have five psychiatrists working on this problem. Again, AI has very interesting promises, but only when you understand the emotional aspect or what makes us special, you can actually deliver on it. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, it does. It makes a lot of sense. And that's the first part of our conversation with AI specialist Vishal Kumar. 
Make sure you catch the next two parts of this interesting look into AI in the workplace on Spotify, Google or Apple Podcasts, or on Wanda's website, wndyr.com. From Claire and myself, we'll see you soon.